For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pat family, it's time for a true look at your world. Let's get hooked up for Pack Therapy. Here's your hosts, Tim Donnelly and Graham Hill. Welcome back into, I should say just welcome into, Pack Therapy, the podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly, as always, joined by Graham Hill. Uh, before we get started, and this is, I mean, we can call a spade a spade. This is not going to be a fun podcast uh, for for the, the Wolfpack Nation out there. Uh, but before we get that, before we get everybody down a little bit uh, and have an honest conversation, right, Pack Therapy, you got to kind of dig through your traumas, um, please like, subscribe. Follow this podcast everywhere it can be found. Tell your friends about it. Pass it around. Grab the link. Send it to your neighbor. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. It's available everywhere podcasts can be found as well as on YouTube. Um, now, let's let's talk about where this NC State season is. This is how uh, you know we get ourselves locked in. And, and what I mean by that is going into the Syracuse game, every single person I talk to, Every single time we we talked about it on my afternoon show, every time we talked about that game here on this podcast, it was called a must-win game. Must win. You have to win. Must win. If you don't win your NCAA tournament hopes, you can kiss them goodbye. Must win. You have to win. Must win. And then they didn't win. And it's like, well, we're pot committed, right? We, we, we were on the record. We've had the conversations about how that game was a must-win game. And really – you know, starting with the Clemson game, every game after that was must win. You had to keep building and building and building, and it was going to be a tall task. But now that they haven't won, it is like time to evaluate what the season was. Tim, unfortunately, the weather outside on this Friday morning kind of fits the mood of what this podcast. As is we are recording, be. it is a downpour. We are not trying to re- we are not trying to ruin your weekend by any means, Wolfpack fans. But it's just time to start having this honest conversation of maybe what's left to play for. This season, that might be a horse question to ask, but no, there's one thing left to play for, and it's you have to win the ACC tournament. It's the the last bullet in the metaphorical chamber. Uh, I, I've said this before. I'll say it until I'm I'm you know out Blue of breath. In the face. Blue in the face, red in the face. Uh, this is a program that should be going to the NCAA tournament every year, and it should be a oh my gosh, what happened? the the random years they don't right they should be going eight out of nine years and that ninth year should be like oh gosh remember when our six starting scores all got hurt like that that is what this program should be so the only way this season is not a disappointment is if they win the ACC tournament now we'll talk about what that does for the the last five games um uh, of the season but but first I think it's important to look at how they got here right the number one thing. And we've been talking about it on this show. We, you know, this is a something that that kind of snowballed early on in the season. It was like something to monitor. Halfway through the season, is getting worse. At this point, I think it's the reason why their season never reached its potential, and it's the the changing of roles. Mm. It's they. I don't know for a fact anyone outside of DJ Horn, whose role is to be a flamethrower and score thirty points whenever he can, 
and Casey Morsell, whose role is to be the grad guard, right? The graduate uh, graduate year guard who's going to be the calming force. I don't think anyone else knows what their role is on a day-to-day basis. Early in the year, we talked about it. MJ Rice was hurt. Is he coming back? When is he coming back? Okay, whose role is he going to take? Cam Woods, is he eligible? Is he coming back? Whose role is he going to take? Uh, ben Middlebrooks and Mo Diara, who's going to be the the other big alongside DJ Burns? Can you play DJ Burns? There was a minute there in the middle of the season where his minutes were 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 lost. Uh, D- Dennis Parker Jr. He was a starter. He like I- I've said this. If you took his highlight film from the first half of the year, it's one of the better highlight films on the team. He's barely playing anymore. His role completely diminished. Michael O'Connell, guy coming off the bench to run the second unit, suddenly he, he was playing 35 minutes a game and being asked to run the show. Uh, Jaden Taylor kind of reversed with Michael O'Connell whenever Michael O'Connell was playing, or O'Connell, whenever Michael O'Connell was playing a ton, Jaden Taylor wasn't, and they've flip-flopped, I mean, on a game-to-game basis the last couple of weeks. So, So I'm looking at that and I'm going, early on in the season, you just start saying, Okay, you know, they, they they were dealt the bad hand, the MJ Rice thing, and he was in and out real quickly, and, and Cam Woods. It's a, they're figuring it out. Seven new phases, seven new transfers. Not a huge deal, but they're gonna have to figure out what their roles are. Mid season, it's like, all right, you're pushing it, right? Give it, get it. You know, you want to know which players are gonna be able to miss shots in the first ten minutes and shoot their way through it, and which players, if you miss shots in the first ten minutes, you're gonna be sitting next to Coach Keith for the rest of the game. Like you have to know that. And now that where there's five minutes or five games left in the season, and the last, I mean, you look at the last two games. Jaden Taylor played what, 18 minutes, and then 29 minutes. Michael O'Connell was for a month playing 35 minutes, then he played 20 minutes. It, it, like, and it's not, I don't just on a game to game basis. I don't think they know what their roles are. You're exactly right. Unfortunately, coming to the season, there was a lot of questions of for different players in their respective ways. For Casey, Casey Morsell, what role is he going to have as a grad guard? He certainly has had a leadership role off the court. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we just have not seen it on the court. He, yeah, he hasn't shot it as well, which is really tough. When you shoot, what was it, like 42, 41 and change percent from, from three last year, and then you come in this year, and especially early on, he was shooting like 30%. It, it's just hard to be you know, that that leader, that give-me-the-ball guy when the shots aren't falling and, and you know, Sometimes the shots aren't falling. Another question. How's DJ Burns going to continue the momentum from last season? Great season last year. Not taking anything away from that. Great Unfo- second half of the season last year for DJ Burns. True. Great second half of the season. Unfortunately, has just been nowhere near what he was last year and honestly has been more of a defensive liability than he has production on offense. It's all it's all tied together, right? Because one thing State had last year was shooting. Right, and it was Marcel, and it was guys that aren't with, uh, with the team anymore. Graduate guys that are, you know, scoring in, in the pros and all those sorts of things. They had shooting, and and DJ Burns needs spacing. Right, he's a big boy. He needs room to operate, and and with Marcel taking a step back, shooting the three, with with the rest of the team not lighting it up from three in a way that that provides that spacing for DJ Burns. He he just hasn't been as effective, and that that kind of went into what I was saying, right? Is is DJ the guy? Does his offense make up for his defense when the team around him isn't allowing him to be his best self offensively? It's and and are you willing as coach Keats at any point in time to say DJ Burns was electric last year. He's a great guy, great personality, 
Everybody loves him. He's in all the name, image, and likeness stuff. All the fans want his autograph. Are you willing to play him 10 minutes a night? Yeah. And 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 that is something that, you know, I think um, a coach that's been a, you know, a national champion before and has 30 years of experience can be comfortable doing that and just saying, this is what I think is best. But a coach who's who struggled a bit and last year made the NCAA tournament, which was very, very important, largely on the back of DJ Burns, it's much more difficult to to kind of turn away from that and say, uh, he you know, he's not going to play 27 minutes. He's not going to be the focal point of the offense. He's going to play 10 minutes, and he's going to be an accessory. Unfortunately, it just feels like all these hypothetical questions that were being asked before the season are just going to be left unanswered with these five games remaining. That's well, just that's just my observation. Well, of what it. questions left uh, unanswered? Uh, just kind of what I was going to. You know, how is Casey Marcel going to develop into a leadership role on the court as a grad guard? How's DJ Burns going to continue the momentum? You mentioned guys like Breon Pass, Dennis Parker Jr., LJ Thomas, how are they going to provide sparks off the bench, and just how these transfers outside of DJ Horn going to help lead to a successful season for NC State. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com Dennis Parker Jr. is an interesting one for me Breon Pass flashed LJ Thomas flashed I can think of one or two games for each of them where I was going like why isn't this guy playing yeah. more uh but Dennis Parker Jr. is is the interesting one for me uh 6'6 young kid recruit out of high school right because you, we'll, we'll talk about transfers and, and this this uh program in a second but I think was he perfect no, Dennis Parker Jr. was not perfect. I've, I I was calling him the the hidden DJ because there's DJ Horn, there's DJ Burns, probably the two biggest stars on the team. Then there's Dennis Jr., Dennis Parker Jr. I'm like, he's the hidden DJ. He needs to be included in that three. Uh, be, not because he's perfect, not because he wasn't making mistakes, but because it was obvious he was showing some potential. Uh, and then, you know, the, the big decision was to limit his minutes aggressively. And you hate to ask this question, but I said this wasn't going to be a fun podcast. It was going to be an honest podcast. Uh, would you stick around in modern college basketball if you showed that kind of promise as a freshman and then you were rewarded by the last month of the season playing almost not at all, like significantly less, uh, and you have a highlight tape that, you know, if you put it in the hands of, of some recruiter is going to be really, really interesting to to go somewhere else and play. And and that is, I think, a detriment to to the way this season played out that um, you know, somebody like him, instead of being rewarded, instead of feeling like part of the future, may feel like they're being phased out of the future. Or he's taking a step back in his collegiate career. Or yeah, or he he may think I came here and I was good enough to play in the first half. I'm not good enough to play in the second half. 
this program was the one I trusted to develop me. So what what the heck's going on here? Uh, it's just you know it's it's 2024 college basketball where uh, DJ Burns didn't start his career at NC State. DJ Horn brand new to NC State. Uh, Casey Morsell started at another ACC program. Michael O'Connell started at another brand new ACC program. Uh, that being Stanford, um, like you look around, this team is built of transfers, built on transfers, and and so obviously they're aware of how the the portal works. If somebody's unhappy somewhere, they're gonna look for greener pastures, and and I think some of the guys that are young might look around and go, well, I'm not happy because you played all those transfers you brought in over me, even though I showed some things. Yeah, and even though I was a freshman. I did show potential. I didn't have the best stuff, but it's just kind of growing pains that you go through, especially playing in a conference like the ACC. And let's let's be real. It's not like you you benched the freshman for showing growing pains, and then the fifth year senior didn't show growing pains. <laughs> yeah, no. like like every if if you that I mean, as a former athlete, I can tell you, uh, you know, when when you get benched or when you get put on the 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 sideline and somebody else goes in. There's a that cynical part of you that's like I, I hope they stink because you're like I, I want them to see what they're they're missing out. Let's see what they they've benched, how much better they had it. But when they play great, there is that moment where you're like, oh no, no, you're not, oh no, you're like I kind of get it, right? You never say that publicly, right? You still think you're the best, you still have confidence in yourself. But you know, I played quarterback. If I was benched and and the quarterback went in there and threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns, it's really hard to look at the coach and say like, what a mistake you made. That's not what happened here, right? Guys' roles were diminished. Others were given that role, eh, right? And it's, yeah. and, and that's going to be way more frustrating than – like if you lost your job to DJ Horn over the last three weeks, it's going to be really hard to say, I should have been playing over DJ Horn. He's averaging like 28 points per game over over the, the, the recent hot stretch. He's scoring 32 even in losses. He's going toe-to-toe with Hunter Salas in Wake Forest and having that back-and-forth moment. If DJ Horn takes your job – DJ Horn probably deserved your job. If Jaden Taylor or Michael O'Connell are taking all of your minutes on the perimeter, it's going to be a little bit more frustrating based on their production, and it's going to be a little bit more upsetting. Uh, Along those lines, the transfer portal. We have to look at how this team was built. We have to look at how this team uh, moving forward maybe should stray or, or go back to that well. We talk transfer portal building a team coming up right after this right here on Pack Therapy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back on Pack Therapy, Tim Donnelly, Graham Hill. Uh, I think at this point, we're talking a lot about how 
NC State got to this point. And we're going to end it on an optimistic note, by the way. I feel like we should tease that. Going to try to bring it up at the end. Uh, but the portal hanging over this team. I think this is the type of season that makes you question that building process. And, and I have to be, you know, I'll be upfront with it. At the beginning of the year, I looked at the assemblage of talent. I, I, I was thinking video game style, right? Like, uh, you know, uh, the college football video game that's that's coming out now. You know, you just you'd go get the the running back with with ninety five speed. You go get the quarterback with uh, the accuracy traits. You go get the wide receivers with catchability, and you put them on a team, and you don't have to worry about how it all meshes together, right? Because it's just abilities, and it's and it's numbers, and it's video game. In real life, put seven new faces on a team, mix it in with you know the six faces that just got to know each other really over the previous year. There's no guarantee that, like, you know, the shooter's going to shoot well. There's no guarantee that uh, the big guy's going to get the post-entry passes that he's used to getting because it's it's different players, it's different chemistry. And, I, you know, I think last year you saw kind of the the top end, right, where halfway through the season it clicks, the all the new faces come together, they play well, they go on a run, they make the NCAA tournament. This year you see the the dangers, which is it never came together – and and you're left with again a lot of talent, but it just never really you know the the sum of the parts was never greater than the individuals. Uh, give Keats credit. Every now and then he gets it right with transfers. I think back to his first year where he had guys like Al Freeman and kind of had to take over the mess mm-hmm. that was previously NC State basketball. That team got into the NCAA tournament. It wasn't a bad year. I think they only had like what maybe seven or eight total losses at the end of the year. And then last season, as you mentioned. Taquavion Smith coming back was a big part of that reason. He was the mesh yeah. of that team. But then Jarkel Joyner was electric coming from Old Miss. DJ Burns obviously had great offensive production. And then this year it kind of just dropped off a little bit. Well, I think that's the nature of the portal, right? The nature of the portal is uh, it's quick fix, but it's a little risky, right? So if if and I actually I look at it like this: it's everything in moderation, right? It's one thing if you're bringing in uh, DJ Horn. Right, if if you need a flamethrower scoring the ball, and you already have the rest of the team kind of put together, I think that's a perfect use of the portal. Right? Hey, we got great defensive bigs. Uh, we have a point guard that can set everybody up. We have, uh, you know, th- this team that I really like. The only problem is when the shot clock's at six, and and somebody has to create their own bucket. We don't have that guy. Or when you need a three, uh, we don't have that guy. Okay, hit the transfer portal. Arizona State bring in DJ Horn. That would work. The the risk is when you become the team that, you know, this year gets uh, seven new faces. The year before, what was it, five new faces. The next year, you bring in six new faces. You, it's just it's dangerous to get on that conveyor belt, and uh, and and I think that's what popped up this year is it just it just never came together. Despite like you know, I, I don't feel bad about my optimism at the beginning of the year. I when they went five and one in the ACC to start, I don't feel bad that I got excited for that. Because they have talented basketball players, and that's evident. It just they never, in the biggest moments, were able to kind of wrap their arms around what their team should be. Yeah, it just felt like playing against, you know, let's just say the team down the road and the early part of the ACC, a team that, keep in mind, brought a lot of key players back. They could not find a way to rally together when they kind of got punched in the mouth just a little bit. And we're able to show that, yeah, they do have a sense of urgency. They do have a sense of uh, a bond as a team. And in other big moments of the game, they just never felt like they could give her that hump of, 
you know, we trust enough, we trust each other enough that we can play in these tough games and we can come out on the right side of it. And they have like now we'll transition to the optimistic portion of this. Um, everything you just said, right? That there's one more chance to get it right. They have five games left in the regular season versus Boston College at Florida State at North Carolina uh, versus Duke at home and at Pitt. Then they go into the ACC tournament. Like I said, that's the the last metaphorical bullet in the chamber, right? You have one more chance to go make the the NCAA tournament. Is it a long shot? Is it is it likely? I mean, it's going to be tough, right? It's no one is going to pick NC State to win the tournament, and depending on how these games fall out, will depend. You know, if they're playing Wednesday, Tuesday, see see where it all all settles. But like, it is important to remember it is one more shot, right? And it does kind of change the goal of these next five games. Obviously, you want to win. Players are never going to be like, well, you know, let's treat it like a scrimmage. But the most important thing over the next five is getting it right for the ACC tournament. And and what I mean by that is you get one more adjustment. They've they've tried a billion different things this year. They've tried a billion different, uh, you know, groupings, a billion different uh, strategies. You get one more. And if, if you implement it now, you get five games to iron out the wrinkles, then you go into the ACC tournament. And this is where the hard conversations have to happen. DJ Burns, right? Is his offense worth his defense right now? Um, and it might be not his fault, right, if the shooting around him isn't there. Uh, what gives you the best chance of shocking the world in, in D.C. for the ACC tournament? Whatever you think that is, practice it for five games, right? And And do your best not to like obviously if someone gets hurt someone gets in foul trouble you're gonna have to to adjust but do your best to like legitimately run what you think you're gonna run in the ACC tournament I think what it comes down to is guys got to hold each other accountable I remember when I was filling in for Dennis on your show and you Mm -hmm. talked about how during your football days when you could tell that a player wasn't really giving his best effort or running a route incorrectly the natural thing for a quarterback to do when he gets back to the gets back to the huddle is say you good yeah when it comes to practicing and preparing for these games, if you know, let's just say DJ Burns might not be giving his best effort as Casey Morsell, as that grad guard, as the leader on this role that we thought you were going to be, you got to check him a little bit. You might have to start checking your teammates a little bit in practices ahead of these five final games. And and that is, I mean, you know, that is leadership, right? And and you know, if you can go back and I don't know, that's somewhere on the the podcast for the the afternoon show that that full story. Uh, but the reason why I told that story was I knew that wide receiver super well. We're, we're really good friends. We text m- multiple times a week to this day. And he loafed, right? And and there are guys on the team where if I caught you loafing, it, w- it would have been words I can't say on radio, uh, can't say on podcasts, wouldn't want my grandma hearing me say them. Uh, but with him, I knew that he cared. I knew that he knew he was wrong. So it was just like, are you good? Meaning like, sarcastically almost like are you hurt because that's i know you can move faster than that yeah uh and and he nodded and we were good and and nothing more had to be said so you know you're right it's it's holding accountable but it's also understanding everyone beats to their own drum uh one of my favorite sayings and i've i've probably said it here but i'll explain it again the hair uh my wide receivers coach told me uh like part of the, the hardest part of coaching the hardest part of leading is figuring out if everybody is a bear or a hare. I was like, I don't even know what that means. And he said, okay, here's uh, in this example, in this analogy, everybody is a fox, 
Okay, like a not like a foxy person, like a literal like red fox in the woods. You are a fox. Everybody is a fox. Some fox run their fastest when they're chasing a hare, when they're chasing a rabbit. They're going to go try to eat, right? That is chasing something. Some fox run their fastest when they're being chased by a bear, when they're they're running for their lives. So a coach's job and a leader's job is to find out like how do you run? How does this other guy run their fastest? If it's chasing something, then when they do it right, praise the heck out of them, right? Oh, great route, man. Hey, if you do that, I'm going to come to you next time. Or, or in basketball, right? Like, hey, way to run the floor. I'm sorry I missed you, but next time you run the floor, I'm going to be sure to find you. You're going to get a dunk. Great job, man. Great job. Then the next time they're running like Terminator, right? Arms pumping, motivated to go get that play. The other side is when they don't run down on the floor, if they're motivated by the bear chasing them, you call them every name in the book and you make sure that, you know, you wave your finger in their face. And then the next time they're sprinting like Terminator arms pumping because they don't want to get yelled at again. You have to figure all of that out. And and those are the things that I'm saying, like, if if you have a, uh, an entire team of new faces or uh, half a team of new faces, they just might not know. Like Casey Morsell, I've talked to him. We've had him on this podcast. Great dude. Great head on his shoulders. I would trust him to lead my team. It may have taken him two and a half months to figure out how to motivate Michael O'Connell because it doesn't happen overnight or to have the trust to be able to yell at somebody, right? It, it just it doesn't happen overnight. And I think this this year, it took a long time. And, and in some cases, it still hasn't been found. In these last five games, just looking at it, one thing that also stands out to me is that there is familiarity with some of these opponents. Boston College tomorrow, mm-hmm. that's who you start off your ACC play against with an 84-78 to 78 win on the road. You get them at home, you know, home court advantage should mean something. It should also mean something. It's worth noting that tomorrow that this is going to be the 50th anniversary of the 1973 National Championship team. They're going to be commemorated at some point during the game. You just you can't lose that game with with that <laughs> it's like, team. It's like David Thompson's statue night. It's it's with that team yeah, in attendance. Exactly. You just you can't afford to lose that game at Florida State. It'll be the only meeting of the two teams. Florida State fourteen and twelve, eight and seven. Florida State size concerns me a little bit. Florida State is Florida State. They are what they are, and they always are. Uh, they're going to be between six seven and six ten. Uh, they're going to have lanky guys who's you know they're they're I feel like they're always six eight. Wingspan seven seven, like they're they're always hands in deflections, hands in the the uh, uh, passing lane. And Leonard Hamilton is is he's just good at coaching that kind that kind of team. So uh, yeah, I would expect them to be a tough challenge. With that size of the paint, NC State's going to have to have a good shooting performance. Can they do it with I mean, hands in their face? Like, uh, well, like we'll see. Florida State's got rangy athletes. I feel like they're all Jonathan Isaac and Scotty Barnes. The last three get a little more interesting. At number ten, UNC sixty-seven to fifty-four. You throw loss out at the PNC. records when you have the rivalry. That's um, true. And to be fair for NC State, they were in that game at PNC hmm. for a good portion. It's just towards the end when they kind of got into a scoring drought. That's when North Carolina put foot on the gas and, and, and ran away and with it. My favorite, uh, my favorite type of motivation down the stretch. You can play spoiler. You can go ruin your your rivals. Uh, top seed, right, in the ACC tournament. You can knock them from a two seed to a three seed in the NCAA tournament. Like, you know, there's there's some motivation there. Same for Duke, which will be uh, in, in uh, at, at home. Uh, on to senior follow, night. On senior night. And then at Pitt, that one is a, uh, you know, might have some seeding implications as far as Tuesday or Wednesday for, for State. So, uh, you know, check them out. Those last five games, get ready for the ACC tournament. That's what we have to do. Uh, that's all there is to do. There's, there's, it's uh Doctor Strange and End Endgame. 
right? I've I've run 14 million possibilities. We only win one of them, so we got to make it happen. You can't just have a moment similar to Syracuse where you've played them once before and you still allow them to get out to a 15-point lead <laughs> at one point and score 55 points in the first half. Yeah. That just cannot happen. And if a guy hits four threes in the first half, get a hand up on the, the next one, right? Don't let him get eight threes. Chris Bell. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on Pack Therapy. Uh, again, it wasn't the most fun, but I feel like we had to get it out. Appreciate you for letting us vent. Like, subscribe, pass this around. We greatly appreciate it. We'll see you next week. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.